Welcome to the Caring Advisor Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Elizabeth Brickman, the Caring Advisor. Would you like to experience financial happiness? As a former finance professional credentialed in biblical finance, I want to help you close the gaps, heal the hurts, and put God at the center of your finances. Hey, before we start today's episode, I just want to let you know about something. I know everyone is so busy, and you may be listening to the podcast and you haven't subscribed, but if you haven't, you may want to do it right away. And the reason is, I have written a special e-booklet that I'm going to send to all of my subscribers over the next two weeks, and it's 25 Secrets to be financially healthy and happy. Now, these are no ordinary secrets. You are not going to find these secrets anywhere, I don't think. They are different, they are quirky, and they are biblical. And the best part is, after each of these 25 secrets, I'm going to show you the Bible scripture that confirms them. You know, sometimes you hear somebody say something about something really clever to do, but where is that in the Bible? Well, now you will have it. And these are fun secrets that I learned over 25 years. So make sure you subscribe to elizabethbrickman.com so you'll get your gift. On today's episode, we're going to discuss marketing and what are they really selling you? I saw an ad in the third week of March that said, this is what your tax refund can get you. They were trying to sell you a luxury car. Ill-advised, but at least it was straightforward, which is more than I can say for other ads. Dear one, you and I are being manipulated by expert marketers. Their clever influence in our lives is calculated, pervasive, and expanding due to 24-7 television and our social media habit and internet use. Why should we get savvy about marketing? Because their manipulations are directly testing our spiritual lives, affecting our bank accounts and our financial happiness. If you can grow more aware of what they're really doing, you'll be more resistant to their tricks and deceit. We must learn to separate the promise from the product. Marketing is expensive, and they're going to make certain they capture you. Do you know how much it costs for a 30-second Super Bowl ad? A million dollars? No. Over $5 million. Beware, that price tag includes money spent on psychologists to make sure their ad will influence you to buy. I know most ads are not done at Super Bowl time, but all ads use psychologists and psychological maneuvers to win that sale. And what is it being sold? Well, online promises are made for everything from cars and beverages and consumer goods, beauty products, food and restaurants, gym equipment, and chances to earn or win big money. Now listen, notice the subtleties within these ads. For example, 
in the gym equipment advertisement, the room that the machine is in is penthouse high, all windows, plenty of space, not crowded with furniture, and the single person using the machine is flirted with by another single person using the same equipment in their apartment. How cute. Or when you see an advertisement for food and beverages, how do you react to that? Well, if they've done their job, you salivate. If you see an ad for food or beverage, you are about to feel, one, deprived. You've been missing out on something really important and you didn't even realize how much you wanted it. Two, you're going to feel unhappy if they've done their job. You were happy a minute ago, but not now. Three, you're suddenly in touch with your inner loneliness or lack. You feel like a lost dog looking in the window at the happy family, and you want more than anything to be in there with them. Let's talk about food ads. They're of special interest to me because I spent quite a bit of time thinking this through about 10 years ago when I lost a lifetime of overweight and was determined to keep it off. So I don't know if you've ever heard about fake food. I know a talented food photographer whose job had been to create well-staged scenes of irresistibly gorgeous food. Her photo shots produce images that would make a foodie swoon. But you would not, well, actually, you could not eat the food in her photos. She wasn't a devious person. She was quite lovely. But her job was to make food look exquisite so you would buy it. And she was just doing her job. So how did she make it look so perfect? Varnish. She sprayed the food with shellac. You see, what you see in advertisements has been manipulated to manipulate you into wanting it. Sometimes the food in the ads isn't even edible, and sometimes it isn't even food. Imagine my astonishment to learn that certain foods photograph more beautifully if slightly rotted. (laughs) And then there's that illegal practice of placing marbles in a bowl of soup to falsify fullness in the bowl. How horrifying that you and I have actually salivated over varnished food, rotted food, or food with marbles in it. And food marketing is about much more than using digitally enhanced photography to stimulate our senses. One day I found myself driving behind a Pepperidge Farm truck that showed a huge and truly magnificent looking plate of Milano cookies on the side of the truck. Those cookies seemed almost, well, heavenly. The cookies were atop an ethereal cloud-like cookie holder. It took me a minute to make the heaven connection But believe me, they knew I would. When you see a billboard depicting a food product, understand it has been carefully staged to captivate you at a conscious or unconscious level and make you salivate for it. 
As for me, I'm on to them. When I see an advertisement for cookies, any cookies, I turn away. I refuse to be manipulated by someone on Madison Avenue who cares nothing about my life, my health, my dress size, my happiness, or my future. There's a bladder leakage commercial that emphasizes that this is for strong women just like you. And they show someone who is a sports competitor in the middle of a race using this product. Now, we know that that particular product is more used on senior citizens, but senior citizens want to remember their younger selves. And so the commercial makes that subliminal connection. And what about automobiles? Remember the car I mentioned? Well, if you need a tax refund in order to buy a luxury car, do you really think you can afford to own, lease, or maintain that car? I don't think so. And why, by the way, are so many more people now driving late model, high-end cars? Because these car buyers think they're buying happiness, but they're really buying debt. Next time you watch a television commercial, look for the price tag. I dare you to find it. Write to me if you find it. Because usually you will only find the monthly payment. That's how nearly everything is sold. Why, you can have anything you want right now. Just make payments. But the Bible tells us to hate debt. Debt places us in bondage. Do you want to be in bondage to anyone or anything? I don't. Probably the sneakiest way marketers get us to crave a product is by promoting the wonderful lifestyle and status supposedly lived by those who buy it. So you're not sold on the product, you're sold on the fabulous life enjoyed by these other people who are filmed using the product. Now look carefully, pay attention. In the car commercials, everybody is beautiful, confident, happy, living a meaningful yet free life, going where they want at speeds they want with pleasure and purpose. But dear one, if you buy that same car, it doesn't come with that same path. You'll still look the way you look, and drive to where you must. You will live your life only poorer because of your new car payment. Every one of us wants a fabulous life, but we cannot buy that life from a new car or a food or beverage or restaurant. Talk about looking for love in all the wrong places. No, begin to notice advertisements and commercials with fresh, savvy eyes. Most of them show a laughing out loud, happy crowd of people who all love each other. No one is left out or unloved or sad. Why, there's love and abundance all over the place and energy. They're all out there living exciting lives. And you and I will too, if only we buy product X, dine at food chain Y, or drive that new car. Begin to watch these scenes with new eyes. Look closely at the setup. Feel the manipulation. Everyone in the pizza commercial is happy and thin. 
The woman in the jewelry ad is young, gorgeous, and adored, just like you and I want to be. The ads for the restaurant chain show a happy family gathered around the table as husbands and wives connect via loving glances. And what perfectly behaved children in that new car. No issues with report cards or behavior. It's a not-so-subtle cue, but most consumers miss it. Advertisers draw a devious connection between a promise and a product. You must understand that all they are selling is a feeling, and you and I have been buying that feeling, buying a feeling from a skilled marketer. But there's more. Advertising is exquisitely choreographed to arrest our hearts in a matter of seconds. Everybody using the product seems to be living the life we wish we lived. But they're not living the good life at all. It's just a fake. They're not really a crowd of good friends, only a group of actors, strangers, all of them, doing a job, smiling and laughing on cue. They are only pretending to love and be loved by a pretend group of pretenders who are posing as friends, pretending to like and respect and celebrate each other with animation and frenetic energy pretending to drive or eat or drink the advertised product. In the commercials, life is an exuberant mix of food, drink, love, popularity, and good times. Nobody is tired, nobody gets fired, and nobody quarrels or gets sick. Nobody is in debt or losing their house or worried about money. Everybody has more friends than the prom queen, and everybody looks fantastic and feels super confident. Why, that's what you can have too if you'll only buy their product. But dear one, you won't get that at all. It's all a fake. Fake life, fake happy marriage, fake kids, fake friends, fake home life, fake happiness. When the filming concludes, the actors return to their true personal lives, which for all we know may be lonely, lacking, poor, sad, unhealthy, or friendless. And then there's this. Some of these pretenders, you know, the trim, smiling, good-looking actors, would not themselves use the product or eat the food they are selling. Remember that for them, it's just a job. It's just pretend. Now, there's nothing wrong with being a salesperson. I am married to one. There's nothing wrong with selling a product or earning a commission. The Bible states in several places that a workman is worthy of his wages. But not everyone is going to be as honest and forthright as you in presenting your product. And sometimes the hidden product they're promoting is indebtedness. So you and I must be watchful and wary. So finally, let me leave you with three protections you can place over yourself. One, read the Bible, especially the book of Proverbs is going to give you advice about how to be savvy in doing business with anybody. Two, commit to an anti-debt attitude Refuse to be lured into debt. That in itself will be a barrier to keep you safe. Three, 
Practice the gentle art of postponement. Advertisers hate that. They know if you don't buy it right now, you'll forget their hook. But if you didn't want it when you woke up this morning, you don't need it before you go to bed tonight. Lastly, I want to share that I recommend you kind of make up a game in your own home. I call mine the Marketing 101 game. And that is every time you see a commercial, make a game out of figuring out just what it is they're really selling. Then cast down imaginations and tell yourself the truth about that product. If it passes your sniff test, then buy it. Marketing 101 is really important, not just for you, but for your spouse and your kids. Share it with everyone you care about. And especially be sure to share this message with your own parent and any elderly family members. The elderly are especially vulnerable because they can now buy anything they want 24 hours per day with just a few clicks. And there are things they dearly want, like relationship, engagement, to feel useful and validated and important. The elderly are just like us, but they have fewer outlets to express their needs and fewer people pay attention to them. If you were an advertiser spending hundreds of thousands of dollars, their needs would become your promise. So remain aloof to crafty misrepresentation. Separate the promise from the product. Buy the product if you wish, but never buy the manipulation. Bye for now. Let's continue our conversation. Subscribe and be notified when the next episode airs. And if this has helped you find financial happiness, please share it. Let's close the gaps, heal the hurts, and put God at the center of our finances. Come visit me at elizabethbrickman.com, where subscribers receive additional content. And thanks to my co-producer and audio engineer, Tyler Harrison.